What up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and welcome to the Queen Room for episode two. Now, like I said before in episode one, we were going to have some guests come on here, all kinds of different queens, but also some men as well to come in and talk about relationships. And what better way to start that off with that kind of conversation with none other than Patrick D. Kelly, my husband, who I've been married to for a year and a half now, but been together for five years our five-year anniversary actually just passed, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's going on, everybody? My name is Patrick D. Kelly. I am the host of Talk Your Spit Podcast. I also do music. Y'all can go look me up, P.K.L.S. That's my artist name, P.K.E.L.L.Z. I also got merch. Um, you can go get that at www.nextlevelexpress.com, and that's next with two X's, N-E-X-X. T level express.com. Um, like she said, you know, I do music. I, I'm also an aspiring actor. I have a um, play coming up January 14th, 2023. I will be starring in Rona Nilly's A Daughter's Scorn. So y'all go check that out. I'm going to get Wifey to put it in the description so y'all can go cop the ticks pull up it's in fountain in south carolina if y'all in the south carolina area come check me out well i appreciate you for that and i really appreciate you for coming on to my podcast i know you've been so busy and focused on building your brand and building up your podcast as well as doing acting and tapping back into the music world i know that was something that you know you kind of put on the back burner for a little bit because you know you've been down and out there We've gone through a lot of stuff in the past couple of years as far as our family goes. But, you know, I'm proud of you and seeing that you putting yourself out there more and showing the top, the raw talent that you have. So I'm really happy for you. For sure. So I really wanted you to come on here so that way, you know, we can give the background to my viewers and listeners about our relationship, the trials and tribulations that we go through and how we handle situations. So let's start from the beginning. You know, let's tell our story, how we met. So I want to hear from your perspective on our first meeting. Well, from my my perspective, um, I was in North Carolina visiting my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Parrish. Um he was scrolling on this app, and we was, like, bored. I can't remember. I think I was up there for a couple of weeks or something, and he was he was just scrolling on this app, and he kept, like, swiping, 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 swiping. And I'm in the passenger seat, and I'm looking over at his phone. Like I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, bro, I'm on Tinder. I'm like, the fuck is a Tinder? <laughs> and he was like, you meet girls on here, you swipe, and... They can swipe back and you make a match. He said, like, you should try it. I was like, hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might run into something you don't want to run into on there. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, I'm good. So this dude, not to, you know, put his business out there, but this dude met a couple girls on there. He had me at a couple bars, a uh, couple of clubs, a couple of kickbacks, a couple of apartments, just off this app. So I'm like, damn, so this shit really like that. I said, you know what? I'm about to make one. So I made one. You know, I swiped and matched with a few people, but 
I was making my way back to South Carolina. And he told me, he's like, yo, everywhere you go, you can change your location. And it'll, like, people in your area will pop up. Instead of people still in North Carolina, people in South Carolina pop up. So I changed my location. And, you know, I start swiping, swiping, swiping. So I come across this girl. <laughs> and I inboxed her. I'm going to tell you, bro, I was on some simple-ass shit, to be real. I was mm-hmm. inboxing this, the girls the same shit just to see mm-hmm. who going to bite. Man, I ain't never know that. Yeah, I was, I say some shit like, hey, you're so beautiful. Boy, you said that my name, shit. My name is Kells. Man. And, uh, wow. I said some other shit. I, I can't remember, but I basically copy and paste, and I just DM every girl I, I, I saw that was attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, and you wrote back, and we got to talking. And once we got to talking, you know, I was just like, shit, this this girl right here, by far the coolest one I've been talking to. Like, most of them, like, they write back slow as hell, or or they just giving, it was giving. I was not desperate. Nah, it was, the other girls, it was giving weird. So I was like, hell no. So once I started writing you, and we transferred from that tinder app to now we texting and facetiming and then we set up a date you pull up on me and went to went to the mall walked around uh, went went to olive garden and shit got back to the crib shit it was up from there so <laughs> and we've been rocking there since so that that that's just the background from my perspective on how I met mm-hmm. you. Yeah, same thing. You know, I wasn't I wasn't really looking for something serious if I'm being completely honest. You know, I had got out of a, a long relationship that summer. You know, we met in October twenty seventeen. I got out of that long relationship in the summer of twenty seventeen and I wasn't looking for anything. I was just on Tinder for fun. You know, just like, okay, let me just see what's out there. And then you popped up. I was like, oh, okay. You know, he's cute. He got dreads. Okay. I see him. And then me being me, as nosy as I am, I went like, let me all right, let me go check this dude out. Let me go look at all his social media outlets because I ain't got time to be catfish. I, I know people that have been catfish. I was like, I am not about to be catfish. And I looked at your Instagram. I said, okay, he do music. And I looked at your music video. I said, Okay, he really do music. These ain't no bootleg ass videos like I would be seeing from a lot of these Carolina artists. No disrespect, but there are you know some Carolina artists out there mm, that yep. really don't be putting their shit like putting the money towards their shit like they need to. You actually, yes, exactly. You put the money towards your shit and it looked like legit. Said so, okay, he really in this music business. So you know, I'll give him time today. And that same day we started texting, I actually had to go to a wedding. And I didn't want to go by myself, but I thought about it. I'm like, should I ask him to call me? He's like, you know, nah, I ain't gonna I do wouldn't that. have came. I ain't gonna do that. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna seem weird as hell. Like, let me not do that. Let me let me let me feel this dude out. Let me see how he is. And I remember the very first time we talked on the phone, it was the same day that Gucci got married to Keisha Kior. And you and I was watching at the same time. And talking about it during the whole process. And like you said, everything that happened on that first day that he said exactly happened like that. And it's been up ever since. He was the first one to say, I love you, which was kind of shocking to me. You know, I had came up there maybe like for a second or third date. 
came up to Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I was leaving, and he gave me a hug, gave me a kiss, and he said, I love you. And I looked at him like, you love me? Like, hold on. I was like, okay. I didn't even say I love you back. I said, okay. And I got in the car, and I thought about it on the way home. I called him, and I said, you really love me? You know, love is a big word. I take that very serious. And he was like, yeah, man, I truly do love you. And, you know, and that same month that we made it official, I lost my my best friend, my, my great aunt, who was like a second grandmother to me. She was in the hospital, and she passed away from a stroke, which was a very hard time for me, which he helped me through that process. And he was there for me today, actually marks the five year anniversary of her passing. So yeah, five, five years, five years. So, uh, rest in heaven, my beautiful great aunt Joe, I always love you, feel you in my presence every single day. But I just remember going through that and he was there for me. And I was like, okay, this nigga, you know, he, he really down. And then I told myself, I said, you know what? I got out of a serious relationship and I didn't know this person fully until I got and moved into an apartment with him. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing right now. I'm not going to wait a year to move in with this man. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and move in with a bump it. You know, like, I'm not trying to go back home to my mama anyways. And I was trying to get out of Greenville. Like, there's too much stuff going on Greenville. I'm like, let me just get an apartment in Spartanburg. Originally, I truly now I was gonna get one by myself, but you was like, I move in with you, help you with the bills. I'm gonna be over here every day, any damn way. Why not just me move in and just help you with the bills? And I was like, all right. We started dating October 2017. By January 2018, we was moved into an apartment, <laughs> you know, and I didn't tell nobody, nobody. I only told one person in my family. And that was my cousin. That's just because I wanted to see how this went first before I introduced you mm-hmm. to people. So that's the little background of, you know, our first year together. And by 2019, well, excuse me, not even 2019, by August of 2018, only what, six months of being in that apartment? It was, it was December. I know August of 2018. That's when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, oh okay. You talking about that? I thought you were talking about moving. Nah, right. nah, nah. I'm talking about finding out I was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, that shit. That shit didn't take long. No, I knew that shit was gonna happen. You did? <clears throat> I did. Really? <laughs> I, it was bound to happen. We was going like five, six times a day. We was. Like, we was. It ain't like that now, though. Nah, it's not like that yeah. now. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a different. No, no shade. It, well, no, nah, it was a little shade. It was a little shade. Nah, ain't no shade. You know, life is just different now. Back then, doing that like five, six times a day, we didn't have, you know, a kid following us yeah. everywhere we the went. Kids go to sleep. Yeah, the kids go to sleep. And when the kids go to sleep, you know, yeah, sometimes we do something, but sometimes we don't. Hell, I don't rode up on you a couple of times when the kids go to sleep. You're like, man, nah, I'm tired. Shit. I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. You know where I work at? I know. All right. So still, I be tired too, taking right. care of the kids that's and a, working. That, that, that's understandable. What? What's understandable? Me that, that or we, you? That we, both, both of us. We both work. We both tired. 
I roll over some nights, you roll over some nights, and then we might have just that one night, we might catch each other, and there you go. I think the biggest thing, though, that we fell off on is that we, we stopped dating each other. We stopped doing dates. Well, I mean, that, and that's the same, We can that's, I can use the same thing you just said on that. You know, we got kids now, like, we don't got no alone time like that to date each other. So I don't look at that as a bad thing. We just, like you said, things different now. So that's equivalent to us not having sex like we used to. We don't go on dates like that. We got to do shit at the house. So Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, even though we can't actually go somewhere, who's to say that we can't do some kind of date night in the house once the kids go to sleep? That's why I've been working so hard trying to get them on some kind of schedule. So that way we do have those last couple of hours in the nighttime before we go to bed for just ourselves to spend time with each other, do little small date nights you know we can have like a little picnic in the in the living room or something or do a sip and paint you know paint a canvas and drink at the same time you know there's different things that we could do at home we ain't necessarily gotta go somewhere you know going somewhere it's like a once every two months kind of thing Shit, i wouldn't even say once every two months we should Go out leave more than that, but you know. I mean, yeah, we should, but it's it's hard. We got shit we trying to do, so we gotta kinda I mean we can have fun, but we gotta minimize that shit and get done what we need to get done. Then when we get to a place where we comfortable and we doing what you know, fulfilling our dreams and stuff, then we can just exercise that shit and go out. I mean, I don't got a problem with it. You know, so we just gotta create the Free time, you talking about going out? You you mean to me and you? You ain't talking me, you and the kids, because that's the case. We can go out every day, but if it's just me and you, we gotta maneuver and figure some babysitting arrangements out and sh- and shit like that. So yeah, yeah, I know, but you know I do get a little salty sometimes when you go out and hang out with the guys and I'm stuck at home with the kids. I mean, you ain't necessarily stuck. Because you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. You just don't exercise that muscle. You don't got a connection like that. Well, I ain't, I ain't finna downplay it, but you don't you don't connect with your friends on a level like I connect with mine. It's like I get I, I get invited out all the time. You know what I'm saying? My dogs might hit me and say, "Hey, yo, bro." You wanna got you wanna go to Twin Peaks and grab some wings and watch the game. Like I connect with my friends on a level like that versus you. You got a cousin you close to and y'all barely see each other. You know what I'm saying? So y'all could come together and let's go here or you know, I'm gonna come over and do this and do that. Y'all both got kids, so y'all can bond that way. If y'all do want to go out on some on some stuff like that, you can. It ain't never been a, a problem, you know. It's just you just don't do it. I well, per- personally, like yeah, we can like I can go to dinner with some of my friends, and I can go get a drink or something. But as far as like that bar and club scene, like. I don't outgrown that. And honest to God, I don't feel comfortable going. The last time I did that in March, 
and I walked up in a bar slash club, I felt uncomfortable as hell. I, I did. Why? I because like niggas was looking at me and stuff. I mean, that's yeah, what that's got, what niggas that's what niggas do. I know, I know, but yeah, I got my ring on and stuff. But you know, so? you got niggas like looking me and staring me down and coming up close to me, looking me up and down and stuff. But I'm like, man, I gotta get up out of here. I just don't feel comfortable. Like I don't. But you don't know how to handle yourself. I know how to handle myself. I did. You shouldn't have been. You should have been perfectly fine in there. I know how to handle myself. I just I know either. I ain't gonna put myself in a like. I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where a, a nigga pushing up on me. I'm a woman. You if know? a nigga push up on you, you can respectfully decline. I know that, I, but I'm not talking about like pushing up. You like talking conversation. Like I'm talking about like pushing up oh, on you. Like uh, I don't see that when I go out. So I mean, you a dude though. You. Know? I, mean, I mean, I don't see other dudes like. Unless they know the person, you know what I'm saying? I don't know no random dudes going to randomly come up to you and just do that. Like, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm just saying is I'm a very what-if person, very what-if kind of person, and I just prefer not to put myself in that scenario. Like, I'm a, I'd rather go do freaking bowling and drinking and drinking and mini golf. Like, I, I'd rather do stuff like that than go to the club. That sounds like some me and you type shit, but... What you and your girls like to do, that's what y'all should do. I mean, spending quality time. Y'all wanna go to the y'all wanna go to the bar and look cute. I mean, that's that's what y'all do. Y'all go to the bar, look cute, be seen. You know what I'm saying? That and that's nothing wrong with that. But I I go to a bar every now and then. Like basically twin pieces like a bar to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bar with with fucking with fucking booths. Like so, I mean, that shit don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? I go in there, eat my food, look at the game, chop it up with my dogs, and we out. If we go somewhere else, like one of my dogs' crib, we doing the same thing we was doing at Twin Peaks, except for the difference is we not at Twin Peaks. We might be doing what me doing right here, sipping on something, talking. Only thing different is we ain't got these microphones out. You know what I'm saying? So... That's just how me and my dogs get down, you know what I'm saying? saying I mean, you could do what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? You could make plans with your friends and go wherever you want to go with your friends. That's completely up to you. That has nothing to do with me, you know what I'm saying? And you, you can exercise that right anytime you want, really. Okay. I'm going to take you up on that. Next time that I get invited to something... I'm gonna take you up on it. Now, if you don't feel comfortable going to no club, don't go to a club just because no. you're like, "Hey, I'm up and remember what he no, said." No, I'm right. not going. I'm not going to a club, and my friends know that I'm not gonna go to no club. I'm just not like I. I don't feel like here's the thing. And within my immediate friend group, like girls that I've been down with since like diapers and elementary school, I'm the only one that's like married. I get that. I mean, that that shouldn't change your relationship with them, though. Only thing changes is your status. Like you married, I mean, they can do them. You know what I'm saying? If they single, got a situation, whatever it is, that's their business. Your business is your business. They business is their business. If 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 they if y'all go out and they in some niggas' face and you with them. They, I feel like honestly, they should respect what you got going on anyway. They should already be like, you know, that's my that's my girl. 
she married, y'all fall back. Nah, it's in your hands. You know what I'm saying? So No, like if we go out like yeah, they'll they'll do that. I think it's a lot honestly, I think it's just more so with me and like my head. Like I'm a, when it comes like especially when it comes to the kids, I'm like there's nobody else top of mind other than like their grandparents and their godparents who I trust with like taking care of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I want to just, and then I think more so about doing things with them and then getting, try to get things done like around the house. Like I know I have my lazy moments. I'm not afraid to admit that I can get lazy as fuck. I'm not afraid to admit that, but I'm trying to get up out of that. I'm trying to do, like, be better with, like, cleaning up more and doing stuff like that. So my mind and my priority is not hanging out with my friends. Like, I love my girls to death and my sisters. Like, if they call me up and say they in trouble, I'm fucking there. Like, period. But my priority is my family right now. And, like, working and getting this money. You know, trying to have multiple lines of income, which we all having those conversations too. You know, we're trying to do stuff together. Like me and my one of my homegirls, like we trying to be become estheticians. Now, how the hell that's gonna work? I don't know because you gotta go to esthetician school, and that's five thirty to ten Monday to Thursday. Who gonna watch the kids? You know, I mean, yeah, you could watch the kids, but who gonna watch the kids until you get off? You said five thirty. From five thirty to ten, I don't get off till five thirty, mm-hmm. and it's all it's all the way on the other side of town. So you know, there's things I can think of. You know, trying to think of that day about that, but that's why I'm like, all right, well, next thing is real estate school. You know, but anyways, that's going sideways. So try not to drown out that piece of the conversation. So what is like five things? I'm not gonna even say ten. I'm gonna say five things that you like about me and five things that you don't like about me. You had to do this. I knew it was a setup. <laughs> it's not no setup. Yes, it's it, it this is this is the real we this is this could have had a formal conversation. This is no that this, you wanna get controversial. No, this ain't nothing about being exactly controversial. Exactly where it's going. All this right. is this is the queen room and I said right. yeah, this is this your, this your this your room. Yeah, hey, I'm going by your rules. Hey, this your podcast. All right, so five things that I don't like about you. <clears throat> you want me to do this? Go ahead, because I'm going to be completely honest with me. All right, bet. Shit, number one, you don't fuck me enough. Oh, my God. All right, all right. That's number one. Number two, I mean, let me touch on number one. Yeah, no, it's not all about sex. I mean, duh, we fucking married. And, nigga, we way past that stage to even be saying that shit. So, yeah, but that, that shit did dry up. And... I mean, you put out still, but nigga, it's not like what it used to be. Number two, you don't fucking clean up. You already admitted that, so I'm not even going to touch into that. I'm not going to eat you up about that. I'm not going to beat you up because at the end of the day, this is both of our cribs, and I feel like it's some shit just on the floor or some shit laying around. It just fucking pick it up. It don't even fucking matter no more. Like, So I'm not even 
that that's not even a thing to me no more. Number three, I think you is it, it. I could be wrong, but just just you said me that I don't like. I feel like you play dumb sometimes. I feel like you be knowing what the fuck you doing, and you just try to play like try to play slow. You ain't slow. You're not slow. I feel like you be trying to insult my intelligence sometimes. So then that number four. Uh, uh, let's see. I say it, but you know, my dog be trying to save you on shit like this. Like sometimes, some things you say, I think you don't think about it before you say it. You just come out with some shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so my dog, he told me to give you a break on it and let you express yourself, and he right. So I, I don't like it, but then I gotta let you be great. Now, this one, number five, I can't let you be great on it. I think you gossip like a motherfucker. Like, and it's been past situations where then popped up. We ain't even going, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. And we really ain't never got to touch on it because it's really dead. But I just feel like what goes on in our household, to stay in our household, it ain't for your mama to know. It ain't for your daddy to know. It ain't for my people to know. It ain't for nobody to know. Because guess what? They don't fucking live with us. They ain't contributing nothing over here. They don't come here. And you know what I'm saying? We got to... We grown. You a grown uh, woman? I, I, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right You a grown woman. I'm almost done with number five. And then you can have your podcast. They They don't live here. You're a grown woman. I'm a grown man. We got to solve our own problems. We don't need to bring nobody else. And that, I mean, that go for me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you want to vent to somebody. I can't stop you from venting. That's what y'all women do. Y'all got to vent. Hell, us men vent. We talk to each other about shit. You know what I'm saying? But you can have that person you go to. And it's just certain people you just can't go to, bro. Just like it, me. I know who I should not go to. You know what I'm saying? So that's just number five. I just think you gossip too much and you let a lot of shit go like it ain't supposed to go. Right. So and, that- and I and I take accountability for that. The only thing that I'm gonna interject and say as far as like family or like my parents contributing, you know, they do contribute. You may not physically see that or to, to this household, but yeah, they've, they've contributed. How? To my to this household right here? Right yeah. where we in right? Yeah. How? Let's say I'm like, I'm down and out, right? That's you. Yeah, that's you. That's me. But they ain't paying none of my bills. You're right. They're not paying none so of my bills. So what you talking about? That's what the house is. They, they. What are you talking about? When I think of contributing household, I'm thinking... I'm talking about they don't pay these bills. They don't keep these lights on. They don't keep this water running. And they don't keep us in this crib. No. Gifts? Giving us gifts and shit? That's different. That's no, I not, Well, I'm not talking about gifts. I'm talking about, like, if something breaks or something, who who do, like, who do I call? But what have, what have broke? I'm not saying anything is broken. But if like, it ain't happening, you that can't fir- speak that on it. That first year that we've been in the house, like, okay, like, for example, when the garage door broke, who did I call? I called my pops. What did he do? He came up here all the way from Clemson 
to help fix the garage, though. Okay, and what else? Not to mention, when we bought the table, the kitchen table downstairs, what did he do? Came all the way from Clemson and did that. Even though he had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get to, to come to work. Um, that shit gone. I ain't trying to cut you off. I know. I know we coming up on time, but I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, they, they, they contributed to, it may not be to like money wise, like a bill, but if something's down or now, or if I need help with something or the kid, we, I need help with the kids. Well, me and you, we got a, a different definition, clearly a different definition on con- contributing. What I mean by contributing, like, just cause somebody can help us with the garage though they don't mean they gotta know that inside scoop bro like they don't and i get that, that. and i and, and that, i got like, up to i got up the end of the day i got so too much i do and what I, I mean by you got too much it's cool you got that person one or two people that you go to the event you know what i'm saying but when you going sometimes when you tell one person something you telling a lot of people like and i, I don't think that. you i don't i don't think you do you may do now but when I was telling you this from the jump, I don't think you get it. And I see it all the time, but I just don't say nothing because most of the time it don't even, it don't even involve me. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to talk about five things that you like about me. All right, y'all, welcome to the clean room. And we are back for part two of episode two and managing relationships. And I got my lovely husband on here. And part one, we kind of, I wouldn't say we ended on a negative note, but I had asked him to go over five things that he liked about me and five things that he didn't like about me. And he went over the five things that he didn't like about me, get through the hard stuff first. So now let's hear about the five things that you do like about me. Um, well, number one, uh, I think you're a damn good mother. You know what I'm saying? You, you, um, you do a good job with, you know, getting our kids to school and back and, you know what I'm saying? You, you, when I'm down and out or tired, you know, you the one there giving the kids a bath, you know what I'm saying? You, you really caring for them, like. Like our mother should, you know. That's that's first things first. Uh, number two, um, you um, you think about stuff like that I don't think about. Like you basically like open my eyes on some shit. Like I could be thinking one way, and then you could you could be you could kick it, kick it to me a whole different way, and I'd be like, damn. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like. I ain't think about it like that, but yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? So you basically bring, you, you, you teaching me how to look at things from another perspective. Uh, three, I don't know if I should say this. Shit. You got that goddamn, that goddamn walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're going to accept that one, but you said something. You said five things I like about you, so you know, I like that about you. Um, shit, number four, you ain't no ratchet ass 304, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you got some class about yourself, and I mean, you just, I mean, I don't know your past, I, I do know your past, but I don't 
know your past. You know, if you know, if you understand what I'm saying. So it's like mm-hmm. the past don't even matter at this point because I was not there. But based on the way you carry yourself, your demeanor, you know what I'm saying? You don't carry yourself like no 304. But what was that three? What was that, that was number four. I right, said number five. Mm. Shit. Hey, you can cook like a motherfucker. I give you that shit. You definitely close to grandmama. So I like that about you. There's a lot of other stuff I like about you too, but you just asked for five, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your honesty. The whole purpose of the Queen Room is to have a safe space and be open and unhonest and no bullshit, you know? So I take that. I take the things that you, you don't like about me and I take the things that you that you do like about me, you know? I, I have mine that I don't like about you and I have my things that I do like about you. Whether or not I'm going to go through that right now, no. I ain't gonna go through that right now. Why not? Go ahead. Okay. All right. You did me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I did you. So let's start it off. Five things that I don't like about you. <laughs> you hot headed as fuck. Shit, that's right, go ahead. You have a you have a short I wouldn't say you have a short fuse, but you do have a little anger problem. I'm getting better, bro. I promise. I mean, you've gotten better over the past five years, but I even remember your mama telling me, like, yeah, this nigga, he, like, he, he got a little anger problem. He been like that since he a kid. You know, I remember her telling me that. So, number two, I think you, like, you be nonchalant about certain things. Like, oh, it ain't no big deal. That, that kind of stuff aggravate the hell out of me. Really like what you what you mean by what, or like give me an example of something that's not a big deal. Like nine times out of ten, it probably don't even be a big deal. You just overthink. It's hard for me to think of an example right now. No, it ain't. If you thought about me being nonchalant, what's something I've been nonchalant about? Like if I come to you and I'm telling you something, like like something happened with me at work, right? And I'm at work. Yeah, happened mm-hmm. with me at work. Somebody pissed me off or whatever it may be. And I tell you about it, and you be like, ain't no, ain't that thing that big of a deal. That aggravates me. But I don't know what you be wanting me to say, bro. Honestly, I don't know what you be wanting me to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? You 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 pissed off, but guess what? Oh, right, wait, but I'll I give you a better example. I'll give you a better example. When I had Blaze, and I was on the table, and, like, I had a C-section, y'all. So I didn't, I wasn't able to have my baby, like, a natural way and I was like nervous it was my first baby it was my very first surgery I've never had surgery before and you just walked in and you just looked at me like you all right yeah man I'm all right and you just like you just kind of just sat there and just kind of like rubbed my head like you it's like you didn't know what to what to do I actually did know what to do but I think you'd be looking for emotions that don't have to be there like I'm not gonna come in the room. Oh my god! Ooh, be all dramatic and shit. Like that shit, stupid. I come in, you in a doctor's care. The doctors that it, that it did this shit thousands of times. Like 
you in good hands. I know you in good hands. I trust the doctors. You know what I'm saying? That, that you in good hands. So I'm not coming in worried about nothing. Like, oh, y'all going to do it. Y'all going to do it. She going get, to get through it, right? You okay? How you feeling? Yo, what I'm going to do? I ain't the doctor. You know what I'm saying? I'm there for you right there. Are you seeing me there? I was there both times. So I don't understand. You wanted me to come in with tears rolling on my face? Oh, I can't believe it. I can't do that, bro. Like, that's just not who I am, bro. Like, you cannot fault me for not having emotions, bro. Like, that that hurts me. Like, it's like you look for me to be emotional. Like, don't force it, bro. If I get emotional when it's an emotional time, but that deal was just like, Keep you calm, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you good. Like I said, you all right? Because if you'd have been like, hell nah, and I, I look at that daughter and she said she ain't all right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, I'm not about to be in there making shit worse. Like, oh, oh, shit, she's not okay. Oh, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? What the, oh, we're having a baby. Oh, I'm not about to be doing all that because it don't require all that. Like, they doing a serious job by bringing our child into the world or helping you bring our child into the world and you want me to be in an emotional wreck. I just can't do it, bro. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I got to be. Well, I I mean, I give you that. You you did, you stay really calm through Carla Joy, which was a kind of like a life Like, do you want me to come in? Situation. Do you want me to come in and be extra and then have you on the table like, oh, fuck. Like, why is he freaking out like that? And then you get to being extra? No. No. Sorry. Okay. I get that. Number three. You don't cook. I can cook though. But you don't. Cook. I don't like to cook. I'm sorry. I don't like to cook. And not to throw it back at you, but me cooking, me not cooking is equivalent to you not cleaning up. But, you know, I'm not going to throw that back at you. What I'm going to do is I, I do better. I do better. I suck it up and be like, fuck it. Cook something. But I did cook last time though. You were sick as hell. You didn't. You missed it. So. I mean, yeah, you cooked that time, and I, I, I couldn't stand the smell of it. I understand, but that, that, I, that stomach bug had me. I can. Up. I can do better. I can do better with the cooking shit. I. I guess I can suck it up and. I mean, I mean, I I don't. I mean, I love I love to cook, but I don't like cleaning up after the cooking. It's my thing. Like today, you know, we had a little kickback. You really didn't have to clean up today. I like, know, but I'm just, trying to. But if I don't like, then it's like me not holding myself accountable. Like I have to stay consistent. You know, I cleaned the kitchen and everything this morning. Cleaned all downstairs for our company. I cooked it like I cook for everybody and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna just leave the shit sitting here. I need to actually clean up because I want to cook breakfast in the morning, and I don't want to cook in a dirty kitchen. You know, so like, let me just. Cleaning, like put the dishes in the dishwasher, wash whatever dishes is left, wipe off the countertops. The only thing that I didn't do was sweep them off the floor. That's the only thing I didn't do. What's number four? Number four. Mm. You. But she trying to come up with something. No, I'm not trying to come up with anything. No, like number four, you get in your own world. What the hell that mean? That means like, like you do your own. Sometimes I feel like you stray away from 
but like you have I get everybody has their own separate goals but I feel like you're very Patrick D. Kelly goals and not D. Kelly's goals you want the honest opinion it don't have to be D. Kelly's because you think just because we married like oh it gotta be like that I was a brand before we got married and you knew that coming in so I gotta push that like it's like you want everything to be oh you you married now so everything has to be oh it gotta be about us all the time bro no it don't like no no it don't have to be and you gotta get out of that and I don't care what your friends tell you you gotta get out of that bro like I do music. What I supposed to do, change my brand because I'm married now? No. That ain't how it work. That's not how it work. You see these celebrities, you follow all these celebrities online. You think just because they get married, now they switch up their whole life? No. You can't do it. You can't do it. I get that. I get that. Well, number five. Honestly, like... I honestly really don't have a number five. I think the biggest, like the biggest things for me is the, is the hot headedness. Then like the number one, that's why it's number one. Like I, so I don't have a number five. I merge number one with number five. The hot headedness is the biggest thing for me. Like you get frustrated so quickly. Like when we're trying, like when I'm trying to have a conversation with you and not letting it go into an argument and stuff, you get frustrated. So that's. Let me tell you what frustrates me about shit like that is we have our own problems within our household, and you come to me talking about some whole other shit that we don't even need to be putting no time or no energy into. So that's when I get frustrated. I was like, "Why the fuck are we talking about this when this is happening or this is not happening?" Like. If it's something about us, then cool. I get it. And, and still, honestly, I may not want to hear that shit, but I'd rather hear that than somebody else's problem. Oh, guess what happened with such such today? Such such said this. So how about such such is doing this? I'm like, who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. We got this going on here. Why are we talking about that there? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that fr- yeah, that do frustrate me. It do. It's going to always frustrate. It's going to forever frustrate me. Because if I bring you some outside business to this crib and we got some different shit going on, you probably going to look at me and be like, if you thinking about it, you know what I'm saying, you going to be like, what the fuck? Like, why are we talking about this? Like, I don't care. But, I mean, I don't know. We different. Yeah. Ain't no wrong. I mean, I, 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 I mean, opposites attract each other. Obvious, you know. I would say you and I's relationship is like yin and yang. And then two, the first year of marriage is always the hardest year of of marriage. You know, we're a year and a half in, and we've been straight work grind mode and taking care of kid mode. Hell, we haven't even able been able to take a fucking honeymoon. You know, like to spend that serious quality like one 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 time together like we did a little bit for my birthday which i'm extremely extremely appreciative of because you did not have to do that but one thing well one thing that i will say 
which is going to lead into the five things that I like about you. You always make sure that my birth that you have my birthday off. Even when I tell you, like, just go on in the work, like if my birthday falls in on a on a middle of the week, you still make sure that that day is off. Yeah. So that when you hear, even though I'm working, like you you hear you in the present of you know, being in my presence and stuff on my day off. Now, excuse me, not my day off, but on my birthday. And you always try to like get something. And I didn't start really thinking about that until here recently. Like, damn, like he really does actually get me things on my birthday. You know, the year last year when, when we got married, we had a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of shit going on in April. You know, you got your stepdaddy birthday, you got Kyrie's birthday, you got your aunt's birthday. I got my birthday, Blaze, and we was getting married. And so I was like, you know what, Bumpy, like we we ain't got to do nothing for my birthday because I'm focused on our children's birthdays and the wedding. And that's it. You still made sure that I felt special that day. You know, you ordered me an edible arrangement and had a little card attached to it. And I was completely happy with that. And then this year, you went all out this past year because last year was the wedding and I, I know you you dropped a, a solid bag on that, you know, which I tell you all the time you don't have to do. But we did have a good time. It was nice to be able to spend that one-on-one quality time, have a little mini staycation in Greenville. You know, not able to go somewhere, but we that don't mean that we can't stay in Greenville and, and do something. You know, you made sure that the hotel room that we were staying in had a balcony and and stuff. Granted, it was cold as fuck in April like at night, so we didn't go – it was chilly, so we didn't sit on the porch, but we did do a lot of fucking in that damn room. I'm surprised I didn't end up pregnant, <laughs> to be completely honest. But you you make sh- you always make sure that two you do even though you make me mad, number two, you do make me laugh. Even when I'm mad at you and I don't want to be around you, you still find a way like you do something stupid and I end up laughing. And I don't want to laugh because I'm mad at you. So sometimes I have to like walk away because I'm like, man, I don't want this nigga to see me laughing. I'm mad at him. You petty. <laughs> petty as hell. So you you make me laugh. Number three, you, you're a damn good dad. You are. I know. You know, I do wish you could be. <laughs> nah, able to, I appreciate it. I do wish you could be able to do, you know, spend time with him a little bit more. But you do work and you've been working a lot more lately to make sure that shit's taken care of. You know, taking in overtime and stuff, working those six days out of the week. So I understand that. And you start to take the initiative of doing that nighttime routine with the kids, which is offloading me. You know, even if it's just with Blaze, that helps me a lot. Are you making my thing hard? <laughs> which leads me into that before. You got some bombing. Don't, don't be telling all these people that. Well, you said I got that walk, so. You got yeah, that rock. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> All right. So if we just be completely honest here, you know, that's that's number four. If you want to turn this podcast off and just just say that. <laughs> and then and then number five, you you made me your wife. And I never thought that I would be your wife. I never thought I'd be a husband. I used to tell people all the time, I never get fucking married. But you know. Hey, you changed that shit. You came in and you made a difference. So, in a short yeah. time period, too, like that. There shit wasn't no short time period. That was a short time no period. Way. Hell, how long we been together? 
We've been together five years. You proposed to me. Three and a half, but that's that's too long. Like niggas already said no. Like I think within like a, a year or so, niggas like when you get a certain age and a year of a relationship that passed, you should a nigga already know, like, bro, I definitely spend the rest of my life with this girl. Or I won't spend the rest of my life with this girl. And I feel like if you won't spend the rest of your life with a girl, you might well let her ride. Like, so yeah, I did that. Yeah, you did. I did. And you and you did a really good job picking out the ring too. Ladies, let me tell you right now, if your man does not take the initiative to one, ask you your ring size, okay. Two, make I sure I asked you for your ring size. Easy. Two, make sure your nails is done. He made sure that my nails was done for that so that way the ring actually, you know, my hand looks good when taking pictures. And he paid attention to my kind of style also. You Honestly, know, I fucking guessed. I didn't pay attention to shit. I'm just gonna be real. Well, you guessed right. I was just looking around. I was like, but I am so shocked because you got yellow I, gold. I asked that lady. I said, "What do most women like?" She said, oh, well, I, don't, "I don't like this." I'm thinking like, I hope she. I hope you fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Shit, what it is. No, well, you was definitely right. Definitely right, and. I got I got mine on that. I got it on now. Sometimes I take it off because I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's the the gold or what, but kind of breaks me out a little bit. On yeah, my... that bitch ain't fake, so don't get no idea. No, that shit really. No, shit. I know it's real. It's yeah. just I got sensitive skin. I'm talking about whoever listening. Oh, you got a fake ring. Don't even go there. Nah, y'all, it's real. It's de- It's definitely all all diamonds. My finger is shining like a diamond mine. So. But yeah, I, I really truly do appreciate you. I love you to death. I know we're gonna fight and argue. Every married every married couple goes through that. And every married couple, you know, they know how to handle their life situations. And I think that you and I are on getting on the right track and motivating each other to to do what we need to do to get to the to the level set that we wanna be at. You know, one thing that I, I will say that I would love to do with you is renew our vows. Because the one thing that we weren't able to do when we got married was have our unity sand ceremony, unfortunately. Excuse me, y'all. And I would love to be able to to do that with you. Now, whether if I we do that on our two-year or five-year, I don't know. But I definitely, in the future, want to be able to, to renew our vows and it just be just be me and you, you know, something intimate. I think when we got married, it was, I want to say it's about the show because that's, that's what I dreamed of the big wedding and the the dresses and all that kind of stuff. But I think, you know, we kind of missed out on a little bit was just that me and you time. And not to mention there was a lot of emotions involved as well. You know, rest in heaven. We lost your mother a couple months prior to that. You know, R.I.P. to Carla Kelly, you know, mm-hmm. my mother-in-law and stuff who, you know, really wanted to be there. But she was there because I felt her presence all the way through that whole ceremony. So it was it was a lot going on that day. A lot of emotions involved, a lot of drinking involved. And I want to be able to have a, a little bit more special ceremony, which is you and I. And we renew our vows in front of God and recommit ourselves to this relationship so but mm-hmm. you know i appreciate you for coming on and chopping it up with me and giving the real side of 
our life. I think a lot of people don't get an inside look into that. And we giving viewers an inside look like, hey. Shit, they really don't need an inside look. Well, you know, but... they don't they don't need an inside look. But there is people out there that's struggling with their marriages, you know, and they don't know how to handle it. And they may think that they're the only ones out there. And uh, You're right in that case. But... You know, mar- marriage, is, marriage is hard. It's not unicorns shit and rainbows you know it's not that nah, fuck no. it's not just it's not that fairy tale like how i grew up thinking it was that you know that fairy tale marriage it's not that fairy tale it's marriage is hard as fuck there's a lot of compromising involved and a lot of making up involved mm-hmm. with it so i just wanted to have you come on here and we go through that definitely this you're gonna come back another time and we're not gonna be Doing a whole counseling session. Yeah, this, shit, <laughs> I, this shit your fault. You set this shit up. I didn't mean to set it up like that. I, yes, you did. No, I you didn't. already had that. You had this shit planned for a long time. Uh, maybe I did. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, ain't gonna lie. That's what what I said. Number number what you trying yeah, to insult my intelligence? You doing it now? You <laughs> so y'all see now, okay? Oh my god! But yeah, I know what's going on again. I appreciate you coming on here. Y'all go make sure that you follow Talk Your Spit podcast on Instagram as well as YouTube. Make sure you go follow my husband, Patrick D. Kelly. If you are in the local area of Greenville, South Carolina, Simpsonville, South Carolina, Fountain South Carolina, make sure you come out January 14th at the Yacht Center in Fountain to go see his play, his very first play that he's starring in and that he worked so hard to to get in, you know, doing all those acting classes and stuff. So I'm super excited. I will be there, of course, front row, front and center. You got to buy your ticket. Well, I will be buying my yeah, ticket. You ain't get no free ticket. I can't do that. I know you can't do that, but you I got to buy it. I will be buying my ticket this week, but make sure you got I, mean, I give you the money to get it, but <laughs> you got to pay it. Well, just know I'm be showing up like, yeah, I'm his wife. I'm Brian's wife. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm that girl. You are... What Beyonce, I nigga, they girl. see you, they see you already on social media. Well, I'm letting my just come, be just come be there for person. me. Don't, don't be on no holding your hand. Or, nah, I ain't gonna be on you my ain't gotta do all I'm gonna that. be there and support. It's gonna be tough though, cause that's baby girl first birthday. Yeah, that's fucked up. So it's gonna, it's gonna. But be we hard. celebrating it on the fifteenth. So. Yeah, we celebrating that next day, but you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be tough. But y'all gonna make sure you follow him, and y'all gonna make sure you go follow the Queen Room as well, the Queen Room twenty twenty two on YouTube, as well as the Queen Room twenty twenty two on Instagram, and the Queen Room twenty two on Twitter. Make sure you guys go follow, and go follow me, Ariel D Kelly, on Facebook as well as Instagram, and then go follow your girl on tiktok also and stay tuned for more to come with the queen room thank you guys so much for listening and i hope everyone has a good night peace